1: Hey, I'm Shane from Shane's Law. Today we're doing one of our client victory stories where we talk about where we got a great result and and we're really able to help somebody. I'm here today with Chris. He's one of our primary litigation attorneys. So he deals with a lot of cases that are in court or actually have the lawsuit filed. Now, Chris, on this particular case that you're working on, how'd the accident occur? What kind of case was it?
2: Well, it was a rearing collision, Shane, and the client will refer to her as RC. She was uh, involved with a third party. They were had to abruptly stop. They luckily were, or fortunately rather, were following at a safe distance when an unknown vehicle had stopped suddenly. However, a vehicle behind R.C.'s vehicle was following too closely and traveling at a high rate of speed. So this vehicle wasn't able to stop in time. Rear-ended R.C pushing RC into the front of the third-party vehicle.
1: Gotcha. So one of those little chain reaction kind of...
2: Absolutely, Shane.
1: All right. And which one was the the unidentified vehicle? Was it the one that caused the wreck and hit her or was it the one that she tapped? Uh,
2: No, Shane. The unidentified vehicle had just abruptly stopped to make a turn. And then this vehicle uh, wasn't seen any any longer. And then uh, the third party in front of RC and RC were able to stop safely and not hit the un- unidentified vehicle. However, the at fault vehicle was following too closely. Got gotcha. you.
1: So that's one of those things everybody worries about when you're driving on the interstate, right? Somebody's going to stop and stops up, stop. and
2: everybody did except for the one. It's an act, a quintessential example of why it's important not to follow too closely and uh, and just be a safe driver.
1: Now, how bad was the accident? Did she have injuries at the at the scene, or, or how did that look?
2: She, she suffered some uh, some common lower back injuries, primarily in the lumbar area of her spine injuries that were manageable and she was able to get treated and recover well.
1: All right, so once she got better, how did the case get to you? I mean, because normally you handle stuff when things have went south with the insurance company. What what happened there?
2: It's the perfect example that would outline that it's not always just the client that's hurt in these kind of cases. What do you mean by that? The client had a younger sibling that she helped take care of had a mother that required some assistance as well. And so throughout this recovery period, it wasn't just that the client was suffering. However, others around her in her immediate family weren't able to rely on her. She's an invaluable resource to her family. They just couldn't count on her as they could in the past. Because she was
1: hurt and trying to deal with their own things.
2: Uh, Absolutely. And and, and initially, I don't believe that the insurance companies and opposing counsel were aware of this. Fortunately, I was able to make them aware of it, and it, it turned out nicely.
1: Was the negotiation process quick and smooth or did it take a while?
2: Once it got to litigation, I think at that point both sides want to come together and find out what it is that we can both agree on. How can we
1: get yeah, what can we agree on and what don't we agree on? At least we know the issues.
2: Absolutely. In a lot of instances, Shane, there's just some simple misunderstandings that the attorneys get together amongst themselves and we're able to clear that up and settle a case nicely. And if not, well that's why we go to trial. (laughs) All
1: right. Now in this case, you and I had talked in and you said it ended up going to what's called mediation. So what is mediation and how did it, how did it work there?
2: Well, mediation is where the court will appoint uh, a neutral party and the plaintiff and the defense will get together with this neutral party and they'll discuss what they perceive are strengths and weaknesses in their case and then the mediator will go back and forth and try and get some type of an agreeable settlement. So we entered mediation in this case here. This is where we had a lot of information that was positive for our clients. Uh-huh. Uh, outcome was introduced. We had a uh, family that was able to talk to, to opposing counsel and we were able to come out of it with double the amount of the previous offer. Wow,
1: so that's a huge jump, I would say, for mediation. Now, for people who don't know, is, is the mediator, is that a, a lawyer, is that a judge? How do they get this mediator?
2: Well, so the mediator can certainly be a lawyer. They don't have to be a lawyer, but a mediator is just a licensed individual by the courts and by the state that is allowed to to sit in and try to work out an agreeable settlement. And if they can, wonderful, but if they can't, that's just the way it is as well. And they report their result back to the court.
1: And and I've had people ask me before, if we go to mediation what happens if we can't come to terms? Are we stuck with some decision or not?
2: You're absolutely not. Just because you can't reach an agreement in mediation certainly doesn't mean that you can't reach an agreement prior to trial. So, even if uh, mediation isn't successful, we'll still try and reach a, an agreement, but if we have to go to trial, we certainly will.
1: Alright, but mediation is usually a good chance at least to to try to work out your differences and come to an agreement that everybody's reasonably happy with is
2: what I would say. Absolutely. You know, in, in a lot of instances, the, each side's not going to walk away ecstatic because it is a compromise. But in some instances, like, such as this one, I feel that the client achieved a very successful outcome yeah. and was happy.
1: I was going to say, if you if enter when you leave you got double what you came in with, that sounds like a pretty good day and a pretty good mediation, I would say.
2: It, it was, Shane. I, I was really happy for R.C. and her family. And, uh, and it's just one of those cases that you drive home afterwards and you feel really good about. Well,
1: It sounds like she uh, was lucky. It sounds like you prepared and, and went sort of the extra distance to talk to her about the the outside impact. You know, it's easy as lawyers to look at just the medical bills or just the person. But it sounds like when you started to get to know her, get to know her story, you realized sort of that cascade effect injury had on her whole family and you were able to use that to your advantage and her advantage and get a great result and in, in, mediation. So I think she was lucky to have you on our team, Chris. Well,
2: I was certainly very, very happy to help her and I wished her and her family the best. And uh, and it, once again, it just felt it felt great uh, being able to achieve that outcome for RC.
1: For all of our listeners, that's another client victory from Shane Smith Law. If you like hearing our stories, hit like and subscribe down below and click the bell for notifications. And remember, if you're in pain, call Shane 980-999999.